What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserves Radio. Uh, today, it will just be Angelo and I, uh, as most of you know, if you've been following along. Austin is a teacher, and it is currently the last day or last week of school, so he's a bit busy. Um, next week, he'll be back uh, with us, so hopefully we'll be back to normal this week. We'll be almost in the same structure as what our bonus episodes have been, I guess, with it just being Angelo and I going back and forth. Um, but we are discussing things that potentially will be more of the old-school heated discussions. Um, so let's let's talk some NBA. Let's before we get into the fun playoffs, let's talk NBA. So the first bit of information today, uh, we're gonna we'll we'll go ahead and start the episode with Demetrius because you know we've got to have Demetrius every week. Ja decided to post an Insta story where he was posting like pictures of his dad like oh love you pops and then his mom i don't remember what he said about her and then it was his sister oh go out and live yours and then there was one of his daughter i don't remember what he put on that and then the last one was just a panel and it just said bye like very alarming right but at the yeah. same time like we have a guy here and this is the problem this is like the boy who cried wolf scenario and the NBA sent a welfare check and everything is good. He's fine. He just stupidly tweeted this stuff or instead this stuff. But we have a guy who has been so problematic over the past three months that when something like this happens, like I got the notification, I put it in the group chat and I said, do you guys think this is actually something to worry about? Or do you think jaw is just being jaw? And everyone was just, I'm eh, not sure. Like, there's not, like, we can't take him seriously because he's just trying to be a victim here, I guess. He's trying to flip it around like he's the actual one that is the victim or whatever, because I guess there are no victims here. But he's trying to make it like he is a victim. And it's just kind of getting frustrating because... Like, all you have to do is stay out of the spotlight. It's not that hard. Just stop doing this stuff. Because this doesn't make you look any better. Because I guarantee the NBA is not happy about this. No, it's not at all. It's very disturbing. Because the implication is there. That's why they sent a welfare check. That's why we asked the question, is this worrying? Like, we know what was implied there, whether... I'm not going to say whether it was deliberate, because there's no way you do that without knowing what people are going to think that is. And that's just not cool at all. So, I still think the NBA is going to hold off on announcing any kind of major suspension until after the conclusion of the finals, because they don't want there to be a side story that's going to take away from those games. But it's like Ja is pushing them to have to do it sooner. Dude, do you have anything else to add to Ja? <laughs> Am I the only one that's like super frustrated right now? I mean, it's. I think it's more or less he's young, he's still trying to grow up. And honestly, I think there's a larger discussion of. You know, bringing athletes into the NBA who potentially aren't mentally ready for everything that comes with being an NBA player, and especially someone in Jaws' position, everything that comes with being the hope of an entire franchise and being the face of an entire franchise. Like, like going back, because I don't necessarily remember. Like, LeBron was being watched from the time he was, like, what, 14, 15? Like, we knew he was coming. Yeah. And when that man came into the league, it wasn't just the Cleveland Cavaliers' hopes and future. Like, he was the future of the NBA. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. I do not 
in his entire career, and this is as someone who has, for the majority of his career, not been a fan of LeBron James. LeBron James has not had any kind of like big breaking negative story. Luka Doncic has not had any kind of big breaking story. I think I think Luka in particular was a little bit more ready because of his overseas experience and I mean, true, like he was playing with grown men like for and a while. To be fair, it seems like the players the social media stuff wasn't as big of a thing when LeBron was first entering the NBA. That, that's fair. And as far as overseas players, it seems like they are better at um, not going on social media as much. I'm going to talk about someone like Luca as much as I've criticized him. Nikola Jokic is very, very good about that. Like, it seems like American players are especially when they're younger, are more on social media. They're more aware of what's being said about them, more aware of the connotation behind their actions. And, you know, it's harder to get through that when you're constantly seeing that negativity. You're constantly seeing all the pressure being put on you. It's it's hard. That's a, That's, like, think about a year ago. A year ago, Ja was one of the most universally loved players in the NBA. Everyone liked his game. He was fun. He was up and coming. He was going to be great. Like, we all saw that. And then this year, for whatever reason, and people have said it's because, like, I think two NBA Youngboy albums dropped in a month, but it's like he's on a collision course with being out of the NBA. And it's like, it doesn't seem like there's anything anyone can do to stop it because he doesn't care. Because he continues to do it. He continues to associate with the people that are encouraging it. He continues to associate with the people that are defending these actions, even though they're detrimental. You can defend it all you want. It very obviously is getting you in trouble. You can say you shouldn't be in trouble, but the NBA has a decorum policy. We have a expectation. You are employed by the NBA. This is the expectation of your image. If you are in violation of that, you're going to get punished. But the only people he's keeping around, it seems, are the people that are like, oh, you shouldn't be punished. You know, maybe you can make that argument. Maybe you shouldn't be punished. That's not the way it's written now. And you continue to go against it. So, like... We joke about players going over to China. We might be talking about Ja in Shanghai in a couple seasons. And that's sad because he's one of the best up-and-coming young players. You know. I don't know. I just really want this story to end so I can stop talking about Ja because it annoys me because he was one of my favorite players. He's still one of my favorite players on the court. But I just... This persona, I I can't stand it. He's trying way too hard. Like, Derrick Rose came from that background. You'll never see Derrick Rose acting this way. DeMar DeRozan came from that background. He actually came from gang culture. And you will never see him flashing it on social media. Why do you... I'm done. I'm done. I I can't talk about John anymore. Uh, He has been Demetrius out. I said that like two weeks ago, and it's still going strong. Yep. Uh, The other thing, it just came down a couple hours ago. You hadn't even heard about it because I asked you about it before we started recording. Yeah. Um, The NBA is going to trial a flopping foul in the Summer League. I was going to ask, like, what's your opinion on it? But I don't think anyone should be against this. Like, we all know flopping ruins the game. Like, if you're going to get fouled, you're going to get fouled. Absolutely. But when you're doing these insane, like, oh, I got lightly tapped and I'm going to act like I got shot by a 50 cal sniper rifle rifle in the face. No. So FIFA did something similar. Where flopping, I think, got you a red card. I think you were gone. And suddenly we don't have those, like, 
the memes about soccer players when like someone runs past them and they act like they broke their leg. We aren't seeing that as much anymore, at least not in the World Cup I watched, which I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch much of the World Cup this year, which is weird for me. Normally I watch it every year, or well, every four years. But do you think this will actually, if it's enforced, be a positive to the game if we're seeing star players? Because star players are just as guilty of flopping, if not more so, than anyone else. Like, if you were to see... like, I'm... So, one... <clears throat> I'm sorry. I like testing rule changes in the Summer League first and seeing how um, it can translate and how it will affect the game as a whole before implementing it. Mm -hmm. I've talked to you before. Baseball does this with their minor league system. I love that. I love this for the NBA. Um, I'm going to hit you in a different direction, which is so calling flopping is generally just like every other foul call is up to the discretion of the referees. Correct? Absolutely. So what if you get into a situation where a referee is down on a player or has had a confrontation with a player and then decides to give them a technical on a flop? I guess that isn't any different than what would happen if they're going back and forth and then he gives them a technical with that. But what if he holds that and gives gives him a second technical on a flop and ejects him? So I think the coaches should be able to challenge it. And if okay. it's challenged, it should go to New York, and then New York should make the final call. But I don't think the refs are going to call those good cells, like where you get hit in the face, and that is a foul, and you fall a little harder than you actually would have. Like, is it a flop? Yes, probably. But it's also believable and realistic. Like, you caught an elbow to the face, and you fell to the floor hard. Whatever, get it. What I think we're going to see more of is we're not going to see so much those calls getting called as techs. I think we're going to see the Marcus Smarts of the world, the LeBron James, the James Harden, the Chris Pauls, the floppiest of floppers where I didn't even come near you and you went flying six feet. Because they typically aren't even calling those for common fouls anymore. Like they're not saying the offensive player fouled you, right? Mm-hmm. Now there's an incentive to punish those players. Will it help? I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I'm all for eliminating flopping. I think that flopping is ridiculous. Um, it looks ridiculous. It's not. And I know this is. This stems from my love of the game. I'm all about sportsmanship. I think if you cannot beat me cleanly, you shouldn't beat me at all. If you have to do something underhanded or unnatural or whatever to beat me, then I'm the better player. I'm the better team. So if you're having to flop, that means you can't defend me, right? So, yeah. I'll I'll wait until Summerling to see how they call it, but... I think any attempt is a noble one, and I'm excited to see what they do. Um, so the last bit of little news I've got, and we'll just segue this because it is related into the Lakers-Nuggets series, which we'll talk about the Lakers-Nuggets first. Um, but after the conclusion of the series, the question was pressed to LeBron because, of course, it was about retirement, and he was basically saying... He had to do some thinking this offseason, basically hinting that that was a possibility. LeBron James could retire this offseason. That's just, that's ridiculous to me. It's, you don't retire after you just went out in the conference finals and you dropped 40-point triple-double. Like, that's not... At most, what I could see him doing is retiring for a season. Like, doing the old, I'm retiring, so he can have that storyline. And then coming back next year when Bronny's drafted and signing with Bronny's team. 
but I do not foresee LeBron James actually fully retiring. That would be an interesting thing. That would be an interesting turn of events if he did. I didn't even think about it from that perspective. What's that? I didn't until this morning when I was walking around just thinking about things um, because I knew we were recording today and I was trying to think of like different takes. And you can say they're completely different players and you're absolutely right, different eras, but he's always chasing the idea of Michael Jordan and what did Michael Jordan do? He retired and then he came back. Well, what would give the incentive for LeBron to come back? Ah, Brownie's on an NBA team. Okay, gotcha. But that would give him a year to heal his body because he is not at 100% right now, and that's no. kind of impressive that he wasn't at 100% and he had that game for performance. Yeah, 100%. Unfortunately, the rest of the Lakers did not show up for that game. Um, if I was D'Angelo Russell, I would be sleeping with one eye open for a little bit. Um <laughs> But what do you think, as a LeBron fan, about the potential of LeBron retiring this year, both as a realistic and a do-you-see-it-happening? So, can you foresee 2023-2024 season, the year without LeBron? Could you, like... Yeah. In that. That's, it... that would be weird. It would be surreal. But yes... Like, now that you brought it, like, from that perspective, yeah, I could totally see him taking a year off then. It's just, it's weird to me. Also, side note, uh, <laughs> just completely, like, we're talking about retirements. Uh, Carmelo Anthony retired. That's, yeah, that's weird. That's, that's news. That's news. It's... Carmelo is a great scorer, and that's all I'll say about Carmelo. <laughs> wow. There was a, uh, I was watching Facebook Reels recently, and there mm -hmm. was a guy interviewing kids, and they were like 16, 17-year-olds, mm -hmm. and he went up to them and he said, if I say Mello, what do you think? And every single one of them said LaMelo Ball. Ooh, every single one. Wow. Not a single one of the 20-plus that he asked said Carmelo Anthony. So... We should have waited until we had Adam back to say that, because that probably would hurt Adam's soul. I haven't told him that yet, but he, <laughs> I, I'll i tell him tonight when we get on 2K or something. No, um, we need to wait to hear his live reaction to that. Yeah, yeah, we need his live reaction to that. Side note, Adam might be coming back soon. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. It might be a thing. We might have four hosts, which means those days when one of us isn't here, maybe three of us will be here still, and it won't just be Ren and Angelo talking. Um, but LeBron, I... As someone who LeBron has been the penultimate villain of for basically my entire basketball fandom life, not that's not true. I was a fan for a while before that, but for most of my like understanding of basketball because I was too young to understand basketball before that. Let's put it that way, like okay. LeBron James has been the villain. He's been the final boss you have to get through to make it to the NBA finals if you're an Eastern Conference team. Um because those mid-2010 Pacers teams or early-2010 Pacers teams, that 2012-2013 Pacers team is the number five best defensive team all time. That is a fact. You cannot argue it. Based on all statistics, all eye measurements, it was an amazing defensive team, and it could not get over the hump of the Heatles. Ever. If the Miami Heat did not exist as the Miami Heat, the Pacers would have at least two finals appearances. Would they have won? That's debatable. But they would have had the appearances. LeBron James was the stopgap. He prevented a lot of teams from making that run. Yes. As someone who he has been the villain to, I am not sure I'm ready to accept a league without LeBron James. And it goes like like the NFL without Tom Brady, it feels weird. Very soon, Sidney Crosby, Alex Ovechkin, they're going to be out of the NHL. Uh, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, they're about to be out of 
football, soccer. Um, and it's just weird that these are all players that are all-time greats, whether they're the greatest in their sport or one of the greatest. It's like we're having a massive changing of the guard, and I'm still not sure who's picking up those reins. And I don't think the league is ready to not have LeBron James, because LeBron knows LeBron isn't the best player in the NBA anymore. Oh, 100%. He will never, like, he... If he was in an interview and asked, he would probably still say himself, but the man has too much basketball IQ to say, you know, I'm better than Giannis and Luka. Like, he's he's not going to say that. Um, that was basically my way of saying I'm really sad for the future of sports or the next, like, two years of sports while we adjust to, like, not having these faces of these leagues. Yep. Because LeBron James is the ultimate face of the league because moving forward who's going to be the face of the league is it the guy that can't stop showing guns on instagram no is it one of the three europeans that goes home during the summer no so like what devin booker (laughs) not only that i don't think so i know you are against super teams but I think from where at least we've started to where we are now, I think LeBron was the best villain the NBA has ever had. I don't know about that. I think so. I think got- that, I think that he was for a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about in retrospect. I yeah. think the whole KD to the wizard or wizard warriors, KD to the warriors. I don't think anything will ever top that because I, we all, we all respected the warriors, right? They were built, not bought. Like that was the thing. They were a super team that was built through the draft and they were amazing and they were winning every year. And then Katie's like, Hey, I'm going to come play. And like, now we hate the warriors. <laughs> I LeBron never had that impact because even if you hated LeBron, like you still love Dwayne Wade. <laughs> but I mean, you could say the same thing with the KD and Steph, though. I, I don't. I, I I think everyone hated the Warriors as a team because it was like way too like it was overkill. It wasn't even in the same ballpark, in my opinion, because. Yes, while you could say, you, I wouldn't say you could say, like, Dwayne Wade was the second best player in the NBA at that time. But it wasn't. It wasn't like you were doing something completely absurd. Like, the Heat hadn't won two in a row. Right? It wasn't like the team was built and LeBron was jumping ship to join them. It was, we're all going to do this together. Like, it was an all-in thing. Um, Katie to the Warriors was super, super villainous. You could say either, I guess. But I, I think what Katie did is going to go down in infamy. Like, people use the snake emoji for Katie still to this day. Um, what was I going to, there was something I was going to talk about in relation to this friend or the series that wasn't necessarily LeBron related, but I guess if we're, since we're talking super teams, like, do you consider the Denver Nuggets a super team? Not at all. You don't think like Jokic and Murray? And Aaron Gordon and KCP, who have all played amazingly, like you don't think that's yeah. necessarily a super team? Because what's the difference? Because I would never consider Draymond like a superstar. He was a very good player. Yeah. But Aaron Gordon's been a very good player. I think the way they went through the West is is jarring. And I think we are going to have a bit of shock and awe reaction to it, especially if they go 
into the finals, face Miami, and then make sure it work with them. I think we are going to have a little bit of overreaction to that because I'm not saying that wouldn't be a dominant sweep to a championship. It would. It absolutely would. But I think that dominance is proven over time as well. And I think that we had a lot of instances where the higher-seeded West teams either were in shambles or they lost to LeBron James and Steph Curry. So I think that the Kings... As much you you love them a lot, I think the the Kings were better equipped for the Nuggets than say the Warriors or the Lakers were, but they weren't equipped to beat the Warriors or the Lakers. If that makes any sense. No, I I I get it. Um, let's say you are Rob Palenka. Right? How mm-hmm. are you reacting to this going forward, or are you waiting for? LeBron before you do anything. I mean, I think it's silly to think that Rob Polinka wouldn't have some conversations with LeBron before making moves, but I believe that Rob Polinka may view this, at least if he hasn't already talked with LeBron about this, as you know, this is still a process. This roster is still building. We we need to see if we can get some more either pieces or figure out a reconstruction that can work. So the big question, do you... Which is what I think the retirement... I think it was a reaction to losing, like, in four. Yeah, it was Especially a when you wanted... Like, you could tell, LeBron wanted that game four that bad. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to get swept. He, I think he was no. accepting of the fact that they were going to lose this, like... The Nuggets yes. are the better team. We all knew that. But he didn't want to go down like that. He you, didn't want to go down to a sweep. He would have accepted yeah. a gentleman's sweep. And he put yeah. the team on his back, though. Like, yeah. that was an all-time great performance. And that's what you expect from an all-time great. Yep. But, yeah, I, I get that vibe as well. Like, this was him being dramatic to the fact that he just had an amazing game four performance facing elimination. The team did not back him up at all. They were no. not ready for that game. No. Um, Jamal Murray just did not slow down between game three and game four. No, Jamal Murray absolutely crushed it for the Nuggets. Yeah, I and, I'm... and honestly, as far as the Lakers go, I think this was for mo- for the most part best case scenario as far as AD health in a playoff series like in a playoff run start to finish so, since, since the 2020 run of course let's rewind let's go back in time a little bit do you think if Jamal Murray didn't get injured the nuggets already have a uh, uh, that's a good question. I don't know if they have an O'Brien trophy. I am pretty sure they have a finals appearance. I think they definitely make the finals. I think they were good enough to win. You think, was it Milwaukee? Is it Milwaukee? Is that the year Milwaukee won? I don't think Giannis would have let him get over Milwaukee. Giannis won in that year. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting thought experiment. Um. I don't think they have a championship, but for sure. But I think they have a finals appearance. That's, that's... Here's, here's your daily dose of ESPN statistics, because we uh-huh. all know ESPN loves these. There are out of all the players who have ever scored 440 points, 150 assists, and 200 rebounds in a single playoff run, there are six. Technically, there's four, three. There's three. Uh, Four of them are LeBron James, one of them is Larry Bird, and one of them is Nikola Jokic. Jokic has done it in five less games than the other two. Mm-hmm. So, um, stat padding, right? Stat padding. That's what you call that. He's been amazing this playoff run. I'll give him that. He's been amazing his entire career. You were just a jealous <laughs> hater. <laughs> Angelo, okay, let's tangent here. Are there any big men in the NBA, like actual big men, that you like? Because I think it's just a you don't like fours and fives, like actual fours and fives. Possibly. I, th- I think that's what it is, because you're just so disrespectful to one of the greatest players of all time. And I am comfortable calling Jokic one of the greatest of all time. 
I, I will not. I will be wrong on a lot of predictions. I will not be wrong on the fact that we will be having that discussion with Jokic as one of those players because he's complete. He does everything you want. There's so Austin Reeves. Do you bring him back if you're Rob Palinka for the amount that he's going to want? Because he's going to want Tyler Hero money, at least. He is going to want Tyler Hero money. I believe he, if not one of the best uh, role players outside of AD and LeBron on the team, and that's pretty tough. I don't think he does, though. I think that he's going to, much like he let... um, God, why am I drawing a blank? Bulls. Hmm? Bulls? Bulls. The Bulls. Caruso. Caruso, yes. Now... Okay, but there's an age difference. And, like, Caruso is a pure hustle player. Reeves has, he's kind of done it all. He has. I don't know. I Because off the top of my head, I'm an idiot. I didn't have this pulled up. How old is Austin Reeves? Because he's young. I'm pretty sure he's 23, 24. He's only 24. I mean, he turns 25 at the end of this month, but... Yep. Okay, maybe not. Never mind. I I thought he was younger than he is. I I would let him walk if, like, push came to shove. Exactly. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I just based... I think D'Lo had a pretty solid playoff run. I think he was pretty important to getting back to the playoffs. But (laughs) game four. It is game four. It's an elimination game. And you score, what was it, four points? Four points. You don't even shoot the ball. You look like Angelo in 2K. Hesitating. pretty insulting. He actually only played 15 minutes, to be fair to him, but his minutes went down. That was really insulting to me, Ren. I'm calling you D-Lo. You went one for eight in game three. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He did the Ren 2K performance there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Actually, no, because he went one for six. I try to drive over people that are way bigger than me, and it doesn't work. Um. Yeah, I, D'Lo needs to go. He's he's not worth it. He shouldn't... I don't want to say he never should have been brought back because you needed those pieces, but the Are only you... piece consistently that impressed me in the playoffs, and I don't even want to say impressed me, but I'm gonna, um, just because of his defensive side of the ball. I thought Jared Vanderbilt played okay. He couldn't score, but... That's not what he's there to do. He was a good defensive player when he was on the floor. Wasn't that often, but he's the only trade deadline piece I would keep. Do you believe that maybe they bring some of these people back to then move them? I don't know, because they would, I mean, 30, 60, 90, like, they would have to hold on to him for a while. And you got to question the value. Like, what is the actual value for these players for what they're going to be commanding? Because Delo's and UFA, like, he doesn't have to sign a contract with the Lakers. So if a team is desperate for a scoring point guard, Lakers would be stupid to match that because I don't think they would find the value later and then they would end up with probably retaining salary. It's. Austin Reeves, maybe. I could see them doing that with Reeves. Um, Vanderbilt, I think you, you keep Vanderbilt. I think Rui, because I forgot about Rui. Rui, you have, like, he's, he was the best, not LeBron. 100%. Consistently throughout the playoffs. And that no, includes Anthony I, Davis. I, I would say, I, I, think, I think Reeves also did pretty good. But Rui did. Rui did have some really good games. Eh. I always undervalue Anthony Davis, and I think it's because I have a predisposition towards him. Because he, he did have a good playoffs as well. Yeah, um, amazing playoffs. So I, I would say it would be LeBron, AD, Rui, and then 
Reeves. And I think Reeves is just that shiny new toy syndrome where we have that feel-good story of an undrafted free agent. But yeah. who cares if you're an undrafted free agent on the Lakers that got swept when the Heat, which we'll get to in a minute, have like 20 undrafted free agents that are apparently their game plan. Um. So what do you think? I don't. I believe someone from the Heat organization gave this quote. I'm gonna have to look it up later, and this is why I wish Austin was here, but it's okay. But he basically um, inferred that being bad in today's NBA, being a bad team, is a choice. Do you agree or disagree? A choice. A choice. A choice you make. A choice. a choice you make, yes. Um, I think that's a big market thinking that <laughs> things just work that way. So if you're a large market and... You... Okay, so... I guess you have a big market in a warm weather climate with a great nightlife. Okay, right? That, that We would say that's what the Miami Heat are. I'd agree with you. Absolutely. So this is like Jeff Bezos telling the owner of a regional chain of gas stations that being hungry is a choice. Like you have infinite resources. Like people want to come play for you. They don't run from you the moment they hit UFA. It's not a choice. If it were a choice, we would not have the teams we have losing and winning. You either draft well and draft loyal players that end up being really good, Portland oh. or uh, Milwaukee, or your best players leave as soon as they can to go to L.A. or Miami or New York, wherever the lights shine the brightest. It's, so, it's not a choice. That's just that's absurd. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, rephrase it a little bit. So then... To you, what is the reason that the Knicks have been bad so consistently? I think they've made questionable roster decisions. So do you think that's a choice for them? That is. But if the Lakers suddenly decide that they want to overpay players, that's a bad choice. But the Lakers at any point in time could go out and get Kyrie. True. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can say it's a choice for certain teams, absolutely. Like, if you're the Lakers or the Knicks or the Celtics and you're bad, what are you doing? Because people want to come play for you. So you're you're making questionable roster decisions at that point. Um, or players aren't panning out, whatever. Yeah. But to just say, ah, Utah. <laughs> you're bad because you want to be bad. No, you're, you're bad because you're in Utah and it's really hard to get people to move to Utah. <laughs> there, There's nothing else to it. And I, that's an absurd quote from like, that's the rich getting richer and telling everyone else that they should just try not being broke. I hear what that. I'm a, I was small just I'm a small market fan, so I'm all for empowering the little guys. Um, <laughs> no, because it's it's true. Like, if you have the option, I, I have a I have two contracts in front of you, Angelo. Right? Mm-hmm. You're going well. Uh, <laughs> it would be better <laughs> if Angel or Austin were here because you're in. Okay, so I, I have two contracts for you. Okay, let me let me rephrase it. Uh-huh. You're gonna go to Milwaukee, where winter is so bad sometimes you can't get out of your house, or you're gonna go play in the garden. Which one are you taking? Do you really want me to answer that question? I want you to answer it as a normal person, not Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like you are a you're you're a professional athlete, okay. In this situation, you are a professional athlete. You are cocky. You are arrogant. You want to play where the lights shine the brightest. It, it's not a choice. 
That's no. Um, Nuggets, yeah, but... So the Nuggets are moving on. That's, that's I, I, we yeah. all predicted that. And it's I, very likely that the Heat move on, but again, that's not official. So or... We're recording early oh. today. Um, this will come out on Sunday. So that series very, very likely will be resolved tonight. But we are recording this episode a little early because Austin wasn't going to be here. And we were both home from work early. And we don't want to spend our night yelling at each other. So th- that series will very likely be resolved. The Heat are, I would say, 90% going to win it. I Maybe even higher than that. Uh, I mean- We'll see. But, so, this is game five. If I'm not mistaken, game five is in Boston and game six game is, five in is in Boston. But yeah. re- regardless, by the time this comes out on Sunday, the series will probably be resolved in the Heat's favor. I don't... This pains me to say, I don't think Boston's winning three in a row. Um, even though the Heat won three in a row to start it, so maybe. But history says no. And yes. shout out to the Heat, because like they have proven wrong every yes. step of the way. But I give me his flowers, Ren. Do it. That's the you... thing. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So like if you're a coach for the NFL, do you game plan around the Hail Mary? Is that your go-to play? Is that your entire plan? When your game plan needs Gabe Vincent to go off like I'm not trying to disrespect the Heat at all. They have played amazing basketball. But there is a part of this that is just like right time, right place. Because when they've needed someone to go out and get a bucket, they've gotten it. And it's not from your average players. It's not, you know, Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench and giving you 20. It's Gabe Vincent. It's Max Struess. No, 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 no. This has been an impressive time of getting hot at the right time. And that is impressive. That's not taking anything away from them. They have risen up when the lights have shined the brightest. Props to them. But let's not pretend that this is normal. Am I wrong? I think it's time to give Jimmy his flowers. I'm not giving Jimmy his flowers. I'm not. He went should. Nine for 21. One for four from three. I'm not giving him his flowers. I will give him his flowers when he wins the O'Brien. Okay. That's fair. But, but you're really going to tell me that your game plan is for Gabe Vincent to shoot 11 for 14, 6 for 9 from three, 29 points. That's your game plan? Who's had the most? Who? What singular player has had the most imp- impressive playoff run this playoffs? It's between Jimmy and Jokic. I will give it to Thank Jimmy. Thank you. But I'm not going to say that like he should be here because you can have an amazing playoff series and still lose. Devin Booker was fantastic and still lost. Because Devin Booker didn't have an undrafted point guard who was going to give him 30 with damn near 90% shooting. That's all I'm saying. Like, if that's that shouldn't be your game plan, and it's impressive that it's worked, and hopefully it continues, and hopefully we get a game seven in the finals, and then whoever wins wins. I just want a game seven. I we just had two conference finals that are either sweeps or borderline sweeps, because I don't think the Celtics are coming back. I think the Celtics lose tonight. As sad as that makes me say, because I had the Celtics going all the way. Um. I think they lose tonight. And uh, who who am I going to hold on? Let me pull up the Heat's roster real quick. So I'm going to say. Are you doing the equivalent of throwing a dart at a dartboard to say who's going to have a good game Haywood, for the Heat? Haywood Highsmith is going to drop 20. <laughs> oh, my tonight. God. <laughs> That's what they've done. <laughs> the, the Heat have played the Disney afternoon special basketball movie equivalent of professional basketball. They have done everything at the right time. This is the fourth stringer who didn't get picked for like 
afternoon basketball and gym class. Like, he got a pep talk from the coach, and now he's going to go out and just miraculously be draining threes. So, uh, move. let's move on. <laughs> just... We're, we're not just... going to agree on the heat. Um, no, we're not. Well, let's move into that series because we already talked about the Nuggets and Lakers. Um, okay, so now you are... What what are you doing? Because even if, by some miracle, the Celtics win tonight, Celtics are not winning this series, right? We We can agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pro- I'm most likely wrong on this on that prediction. I'm yes. I'm fully. So you're Brad Stevens. You are yep. Bradley Stevens. Yep. What are you doing this off season? Yeah, I mean I'm... you have to run it back, right? What? You have to run it back, right? No, I no. Why? You are far and away the best team in the you in the East. You just got embarrassed by Gabriel Vincent and Max Struess. But you are far and away the best team in the East. Can we agree on that? On paper, yeah, but you just yeah. got absolutely embarrassed by Gabriel Vincent and Max Struess. So then what are you going to change? What what are you going to change, Ren, to so make, I, I, I to make sure they don't get Jimmy butler again? I think at this point... You acknowledge the fact that the Jays aren't going to work together. As sad as that is, you're going to split Tatum and Brown. I think you have to. Ooh, I think that's your big shocking, game-breaking move. Is you trade? Obviously, it, you trade Jalen Brown. <laughs> Between the two, you trade Jalen Brown. I think you take a strong look at. Building I don't even know I'd hit the reset button <laughs> I'd just build around Tatum You'd hit the reset button? Okay, so who were the key pieces For the Celtics this year? Tatum Brown right. Brogdon, Smart Right Horford. Right. So do you know who the youngest player besides Tatum and Brown of that list you said? Smart. And he's Smart. 28 years old. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he approaching 30? So <laughs> that window, like, Horford is old. Brogdon is, I think Brogdon's 30 now. He'll be 31 at the start of next season. I capitalize on Brown. I try to get solid pieces back, and I do. Ma- I, I I'm not saying throw in the towel for next season. Like you're still going to make a run next year, but you've got to this team as it's built. If you are embarrassed by Max Truce and Gabe Vincent, when you have a defensive player of the year and two all defensive team players on those positions, and Gabe Vincent, Gabriel Vincent. A name that you would not have heard before this season drops 30 on you, misses three shots. Yeah, it's time for a shakeup. Now, what could they get for Jalen Brown? I don't have the slightest idea. I'm not even going to get into that because, like, you have, like, fans from both teams, whether it's the team receiving the Jalen Brown or the Celtics, they're going to overvalue their players and everyone's just going to be mad if you give a realistic trade scenario based on, you know, history because, like, Boston fans would be like, oh, Jalen Brown's worth the first overall, Cam Johnson. Uh, Keldon Johnson, not Cam Johnson. Um, And the ghost of Tim Duncan, like... And then the Celtics would be like, all right, well, we're going to need... Luca, you're also going to have to have traded for Booker and the first overall pick. That's that would be a fair trade for the Celtics. Like fans are completely homers when it comes to their own players and trades. So, 
I'm not even going to pretend to say what could you get for Jalen Brown. I just think you have to be shopping him because you can't shop Tatum. Tatum's the face of the franchise. Uh, Marcus Smart, you don't want to play against him, so you really can't trade him. Um, Al Horford, he's old. That's all there is to say about it. I think this team needs a legit center. Robert Williams, great. I love Time Lord, but it, it, it it's not working. So hit the reset button proverbially, not exactly, and move from there. That's what I would do at least on That's 2K. Crazy. On 2K, yeah, you you're really gonna do that, it, man. I just don't think like. Something is broken in Boston. And I don't think you just keep saying, oh, we're just going to run it back. We had bad luck this year. Run it back. Oh, we're going to run it back again. It's not working. It's time for a change. I understand that, but how many... So, (laughs) you're Mr. Small Market Man. How many years did Milwaukee go through the same rut until they finally broke through? Why did Milwaukee break through? Because Giannis is good and he had they had mm-hmm. enough around him. What did they add? Brooke Lopez? Oh boy. You talking about Drew Holiday? No, I'm saying what what did they add? Like, what were these key, crucial, amazing all-star pieces they added around Giannis? No, Giannis just wanted it. And it but you're saying Tatum can't get to that point? I think Tatum can, but I think you need a shakeup. That's what I'm saying. Tatum absolutely can. But what was Jason Tatum's shooting in the fourth quarter? I had it pulled up earlier. Uh, Like, he is, uh, so Friday, game two, he didn't hit a single fourth quarter shot. Uh, let's see, troubling Jason Tatum fourth quarter stat. Uh, da, da, da. I had this pulled up earlier. Regardless, Tatum does not shoot well in the fourth. Do you remember back in ye old days when, like, we would trash talk Derrick Rose for fourth quarter free throws? Yes. That's Tatum right now. And I, it's not that Tatum lacks the talent because, again, I, I would have put Tatum as number two on my MVP ballot. Um. It's just, I think he needs a shakeup. I think he's too comfortable, and he thought, like we all thought, that he was going to steamroll over Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. Um, that just hasn't been the case. There's not been a lot of fight, and I think the only way you get that shocking reaction out of them is a big-time trade. I don't think trading an end-of-the-bench player gets the same reaction as trading the second-best player on the team. And I think that would be a shakeup that would be needed for Tatum. And it would let Jalen Brown go be the lead guy on whatever team he ends up on. Good for him. Good for both. Hmm. I don't know who you bring in. I don't... If I'm... Because that's we were talking about it earlier, and I just froze because I was thinking like, what if I had Jason Tatum? What is the perfect players I build around him? And thinking realistically, like because I could just say, oh, Luca, but of course, <laughs> who do I build around Tatum? And the thing is, I can't think of players like realistic options of who would complement JT. I'm leaning on you to see if you can think of any. Because I cannot. Honestly? What about someone like... Again, the Warriors eventually going to blow it up. What about someone like Clay Thompson? 
He's old, but he is old, but he is someone who would support open the floor for Tatum. Tatum. And not only that, he has experience, and he could maybe bring some wisdom and information that the Celtics need. Thinking other than that, it just depends who would be available. Do you, okay, okay, let's do this again. Would you trade Brown and Pieces in an Embiid deal? For Embiid? Yep. Brown and Pieces? It depends on what the pieces are, but I'm not the highest guy on Embiid. But... Embiid and Tatum sounds pretty nice. It does. And then Maxi and Brown. That sounds pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I I think that, well, I don't know. I don't know if the 76ers would ask for draft picks if they're getting someone like Jalen Brown in that deal. But let's say it's Brown... One of your end of the bench players and a first. You do it? For Embiid? Yes. Yeah. Just for the shakeup potential. Because I do think a shakeup is powerful. I think we see it a lot more so with coaches. And I think the Celtics might make a coaching change. I, th- I think Missoula was hilariously outcoached the series. Hilariously outcoached um, the series. <laughs> but I just don't I don't know who's available on the coaching market. I like Frank Vogel. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously Coach Bud and Monty. But I don't know if that's the answer. I something needs to happen. That you don't just run this back after you get embarrassed by this heat team. Because it's not they lost to the Heat. It's they they got embarrassed. They got ran out of the building. The Celtic starters barely played in the fourth quarter the other night. It's it's no, you don't run this back. You you have to make a change, and I think you have to make a big change to send a message like, hey, this isn't okay. We're the Celtics. We're not the Utah Jazz. <laughs> and the Utah Jazz have now been brought up two times. Uh, look, they're catching strays today. What can I say? I was reading about John Morant earlier. How does John Morant relate catching to the strays. catching strays? <laughs> okay. Pay attention. Follow along. Okay. Um. Sure, buddy. So let's operate under the assumption that by the time this episode comes out, we will have a Heat Nuggets final lined up. And we'll do a bonus episode after the Heat series ends, but... Yeah, probably. Heat Nuggets, who are you taking? Do you really want me to make my prediction now before yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin's on? Because it doesn't matter, because we're going to say the Nuggets, because that's the rational, logical answer, and then the Heat are going to freaking... Gabe Vincent's going to drop 60. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the Heat. I'm going with the Heat. I, I'm not. I just, I can't. I'm not going to be wrong about the Heat four times in one playoff series. I'm not going to do it. Then why aren't you picking them? I thought you said the Nuggets. I'm picking the Nuggets, but I'm, I, there's no way. There's no way. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And that post-episode after the Heat, like, beat the Nuggets in five somehow, because that seems to be how they're doing it. Um, oh, I'm just, I'm going to have shots just lined up on my desk. Like, <laughs> like ma- imagine that episode after. That episode, I'm just going to be belligerent. I'm not gonna after Jimmy Butler wins his first NBA title after. Uh, the finals MVP. Yep, finals MVP after you didn't say he wasn't a top 100 player. Then you moved it to he isn't a top 75 player. And, oh, no, that would just that would be the greatest episode ever. Jimmy Butler 
Beats Denver, who basically swept their way to the finals in five. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> we will be immediately moving to the offseason. We will not have an episode <laughs> after the NBA finals if Jimmy Butler gets in. It's not happening. We're going straight to ranking the top 10 point guards of the last season. Oh, no, it's happening, buddy. It's no, no, happening. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah you, you, you also will be catching strays. I will be sitting here playing solitaire while you take a victory lap. That's the way that's gonna go. It's, no, I'm I'm taking the Nuggets and I'm taking the Nuggets in six. Um, I've been saying this the entire freaking playoffs, and I'm gonna say it again. I just the I'm taking the Heat the, in six. The but go Heat on, do not have an answer for Nikola Jokic. Nobody has no. an answer for Nikola Jokic. I'm not saying you're wrong. The Heat shouldn't have an answer for Nikola Jokic, but Jokic, 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 Stat uh, Paddington. This is why I call him Stat Paddington because I can't can actually can't say Jokic. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. At least you're honest about it. Speech <laughs> impediments are freaking crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, and a friend who couldn't say else. He always says else, which drives me insane. Interesting. Um, but hopefully <laughs> basketball returns to normal. The That's Nuggets win in four. Which is That's going to be such a great day. day. We're not talking about that until it happens. We have at least two weeks until I have to listen to you talk about Jimmy Butler anymore. Uh, Yeah, no. Nuggets all the way. Nuggets win it. Everything goes back to normal, and then we get to the off season, where we are going hard. We are doing, mm-hmm. continuing to do an episode a week during the off season. We will be able to generate content. Don't worry about that. We're creative little tykes. Um, creative little. Tykes. I need to start looking. I'm going to start shopping tomorrow, deciding what liquor I want to have on my desk for if the Heat win. Because <laughs> I'm not I'm not about to soberly sit through an episode of you taking a victory lap about Jimmy Butler. It's, it is not happening. I will pregame. Mm-mm. It ain't happening. Oh, man. That, I'm telling you. Oh, that's that's gonna be a great day. It's not. It's, not. it's gonna be a great day. Oh, for yourself. Uh, for yourself. Do you have anything else on the Lakers, Nuggets, Celtics, or Heat? No, no, not right now. There was something I wanted to talk about with the Heat, but I do not remember where it is. Yeah, you just envisioned Embiid holding, hoisting up that trophy, Embiid. and then the Finals MVP trophy in his other hand. And Embiid, uh, why are we talking what? about Embiid? Embiid's not on the Heat. I said Jimmy. You said Embiid. Oh, okay, Embiid Jimmy. Love, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was it was Embiid. Jimmy, um, holding the title. No, 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 no. So, if Jimmy doesn't win it this year, do you think he has another shot ever? Because he's 34 after this. That's a good question. Um, Is this his last chance? As, like, the key piece. Like, obviously, he could sign veteran men somewhere. Oh, yeah. As the centerpiece, is this Jimmy's last chance? It should, but somehow the Miami Heat will do voodoo magic and be in a deep playoff run next year too somehow. I, I think Pat Riley <laughs> has done much voodoo magic over the years. Yeah. That's the only explanation for Dwayne Wade's knees being held together as long as they were through his prime. Um, Hey, follow us on social media. We are on everything at No Reserves Radio. Austin is one day away from being free and taking that over entirely. He's already started, but Get in on that ground floor. Uh, If you like what we're doing here, leave us a like, comment, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. 
if you don't like what we're doing here, tell us what we're doing wrong. We like to learn. We like to hear things. We like the engagement. You can tell us we're doing something wrong, and we will listen, unless you tell us that our opinions are wrong, in which case you're wrong, because opinions are opinions, and we're allowed to have them. You're allowed to have them. That's fine. That is what breeds discourse. But all that said, we will see you guys before this episode drops, probably. So we're recording this. This will release on Sunday, right? If the Celtics lose tonight, we probably will record a bonus episode tomorrow that will release before this, which is going to kind of mess with your brains based on what we say more than likely, but that's what I would assume is going to happen. Um, if not, the bonus episode will be later in the week. Hopefully they don't like lose on Saturday and then we release two episodes on Sunday, in which case you get double the Ren and Angelo because Austin probably won't. I think even if that's the case, I'll release it on Monday. I don't know. Something's going to happen. There will be episodes when you get there. If you are subscribed to us, you will get the notification when they drop. I get them every time we release one. And sometimes when Angelo screws up and releases them early. Never happened. I have screenshots and receipts. (laughs) Um, So we will see you guys Sunday. We might see you before that. If you see us before that, it will be our future selves talking to you before this. It's confusing. Deal with it. See you all next week.